It's a privilege to be here. It's a privilege to handle God's word and to minister to you this morning. Such a blessing. And I'm also blessed to be part of this fellowship. And I brought a friend with me today. She's come all the way from Spain, Lynette. Here. Welcome, Lynette. We've got our pictures on, right? I'm going to speak to you about faith today. It can be a bit of a hot potato, can't it, faith? And it's a funny thing. It's a funny thing to explain, isn't it? If I asked you to explain what faith was, I think I would get a different answer from each one of you. Years ago, I lived in New Zealand. Now, these are little stories you'll get treated to every now and then when I preach about when I lived there. It's now 30 years since I was there, but very vivid in my memory because God did some amazing things in my life while I was there. But... um, They talked a lot about faith in the fellowship there. And I used to wonder what they were talking about, because really, I was only in my 30s. I think it was about that, wasn't it, Janice, when I went there? Janice will remember. And um, I was young, and I can remember hearing them all talking about faith a lot. And I thought, what is this stuff that they're talking about? What is this faith stuff? You know, you think you know something, don't you? Until you kind of, your mind and your heart is challenged by the Holy Spirit to come to a place of understanding. And I hope this morning that through what I have to say, I do challenge you and I do bring a measure of grace and understanding about this issue. Um, It's a biblical enigma, I call it. (laughs) And... uh, then when I was there in this far away country where my daughter now lives, um, I started to ask God to show me what faith was. And on the radio every morning, there was a guy who came on speaking, a Christian guy. And I thought, oh, he's talking about faith. I'm going to listen this morning to what this man has to say. So I got myself my coffee and sat down with the radio. And by the end of it, it was as clear as mud. I had no further idea. So I decided in my mind, right, God, this has just got to be me and you. You're going to have to show me what this stuff is called faith that people talk about. I know I had to have it to come to know Jesus, but I was only seven when I gave my heart to Jesus. So that was a long time ago. And I really wanted to understand this word faith. I'm just going to read a little bit from Hebrews chapter 11. Um, We've got the scripture there. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. For by it the elders obtained a good report. Through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God, so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. I'll stop there for a minute. I think we've got another scripture there further down, verse 6. Without faith, it's impossible to please him. For he that comes to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them who diligently seek him. 
So faith seems to me quite an important thing, doesn't it? And it's in the word of God, so we have to grapple with it. We have to come to an understanding of it. If we go back a chapter, which I haven't got up there, um, I'm not as clever as Richard getting things on there, but from verse um, 38, it's only two verses. Now the just shall live by faith. And if any man draw back, my soul shall have no pleasure of him. But we are not of them who draw back unto perdition, but we are of them that believe to the saving of the soul. And that's what happened to you when you came to Jesus. You came under the sound of the preaching of the word and you used this element called faith. Some people have this idea that some people have more faith than others. That person's got massive amounts of faith. That's why God uses them so much. I want to tell you something, they don't. Every one of us, when we come to Jesus, we are given a measure of faith. And the measure is no bigger because God has no favourites. My mother always used to say to me, Owlin is one of God's favourites, you know. But no, we're all God's favourites. He loves us all equally. There used to be a lady that uh, we knew who used to go around Rosendale preaching. Her name was Thelma Lloyd. And I know Janice is nodding because she knew her too. Dynamic little woman. But she had this dream and she dreamt that she died and went to heaven. Well, she's with Jesus now, but then she wasn't. <laughs> she was preaching to us. And... Um, she dreamt that when she saw Jesus, he gave her the nicest crown. And he gave her the nicest gown and robe to wear. And this day she's walking through the streets of heaven, arm in arm, looking at Jesus and he's looking at her. And she said, you know, Jesus, you must love me more than all the others here. And he said, why? She said, because you gave me the nicest gown and you gave me the nicest crown. And he said, yes, he said, that's what they all say. (laughs) And so faith is something we're all given in a measure. And faith is the arm of the spirit, the muscle of your spirit. I want you to know something about faith and get this clear. It is not emotional. We cannot work it up emotionally. It might touch our emotions, but it's not something we can wish for. Wishing is not faith. So this is really important when you're thinking about people who are sick, people who need healing. You know, last week we came in and Jennifer come with a stick, didn't you, Jennifer, last week? Obbling in like this, she came up to me and said, oh, Jennifer, what's the matter? Because she was doing messy church with the kids, so she's going to be here till late afternoon. And she said, oh, I can't walk this And I prayed for her, and the next thing I'm looking at her, no stick, she's walking along. Now that took faith. It took faith in her to apprehend something from God. She didn't use her emotions to get it. She used her spirit man. And it's within our spirit man where faith resides. When you came to Jesus and you got born again, your spirit was quickened to life. If there's anybody here this morning who's never been born again, you need to be born again. 
You know, people come to me and they say, how come you're always reading that book? Well, I've been reading it since I was seven. But it would have made no sense at all to me if my spirit man was dead. It would have just been a dead book. But because my spirit man's alive, it's quickened to receive by faith what God is saying to me. And you know, when you read the Bible, some days you can read it and it means one thing. And another day you can read it and it means something else. You all experience that, don't you? And everybody who reads it might see something different because God is personally speaking to you from it. So faith is something that we all have, a muscle that we need to exercise. Now, if you're, at, if you're into the gym, which I'm not, as you can see, but if you're into the gym and you're into exercise, you exercise your muscles. The only exercise I've been doing lately is for my arm because it was, I had a funny arm. But thank God it's much better and I can raise it up now to praise the Lord. And we exercise the same with our faith. We exercise that part of our spirit. Spirit's a funny thing, isn't it? It's like I'm trying to communicate with you something that's spiritual. It's not a physical thing. And if you can grasp it with your spirit, you'll be able to draw the things that you desire when you pray from God by using your faith. Can you put the next one on? This is my favorite slide. It's a Hebrew word. The Hebrew word for faith there at the top is emuna. It's an ancient word, this word in the Bible. Most Hebrew words have three letter roots. Every, every Hebrew word has a three letter root, but there are some. There's always an exception to the rule with Hebrews. Hebrew. Um, but there are some that have only two, and this is one of them. And the root of it is M. It comes from an ancient word for mother. And from that word, if you look at those words, you can see the M at the beginning. Emuna, the top one. Can you see? Emet, the bottom one. Ima, that one. That's what they say for mother now. Ima. And it comes from the ancient root for mother. I think that's beautiful. I don't know about you, but to me, it's beautiful. Because Hebrew words carry a lot of weight with them. And if you think about a mother, a good mother, they always trust. They always hope. They always believe the best, don't they, for their children. I've got four children, and they're all over the place. Um, one in New Zealand, one in London, one in Eastbourne, one up here. But no matter what they do, a mother's love is furious for their children. And even more so for grandchildren, isn't it? And so I love this word to explain faith. It has mother in it, emuna. Yes? Can we put the next slide on, please? So let's have a look at what is faith. At the bottom here, I've put four scriptures. Uh, Romans 1.7, Galatians 3.11, and Hebrews 10.38. Tells us that the just shall live by faith. The just. Who are the just? Well, the Bible tells me that we've been justified by our faith. 
Faith is such a vital tool for us to use. You've all gone quiet. I hope you're not bored with me. I've only been going 10 minutes. (laughs) It's such a vital tool that we need to use. So the Bible says it's substance and the Bible says it's evidence here, doesn't it? Something not seen. See, it's a mystery. But the Bible says without it, it's impossible to please God. Do you all want to please God? Do you want to please God? Let me see your hands. Hallelujah. You all want to please God. That's great. So without this stuff called faith, we can't please God. So it's very important, isn't it? Would you agree? It's very important that we have understanding of what this is. And here what, where we read at verse 38, chapter 10, now the just shall live by it. And as I said, it's mentioned four times in the scriptures. And so if something's mentioned four times, it must be important. Yeah? If something's mentioned twice in the Bible, it's important. Because God says it once and then twice he's underlining it. But when it's four times, it's like red letter, you know. And it's mentioned in the Old Testament and the New. The just shall live by faith. And I know that this has been taken out of context. There's a lot of people who say, well, I'm not working anymore. I'm going to live by faith. That isn't what this means. You can go to work and still live by faith. Live by faith that you've got a job. Live by faith that you've got the finance that you need. Yeah? Living by faith is something that we walk out in our lives. Things come our way, don't they, all the time. Things are coming our way that we need to um, deal with. I don't know what your lives are happening in your lives. I don't know what your circumstances are. But sickness is always a big one, isn't it, to... You know, to combat with the word of God. To believe God for healing. Sickness is always a hard one, I think. You know, that we work through. And I'm looking at Beryl this morning back with us. And it's lovely to see her face. Because she's such a lovely lady. And always very encouraging with her smile. And I think about, she's had a few things this last year, haven't you? With your arm and one thing and another. But she's had to walk by faith to walk through that. So she's back with us today. Because God is still moving towards us. Not every healing is miraculous. I have seen miraculous healings. I can tell you a story. I went to China once. I've been to China a couple of times. Um, And um, I went to this... I got to the train station where I was going. I had a bag full of Bibles, which I was carrying through to take to the Christians because the church is underground in China. So I'm carrying this bag of Bibles. And you have to declare everything you're taking through. And if they get you with these Bibles, they take you and put you in prison and take the Bibles off you. So one of the girls that was with us, she was caught... And they took the Bibles and they had them all on the table outside where she was. She told us about it after. And every day when the guards came in, one of them would pick up one of these Bibles and start to read it. And by the time they came to her case, there was no Bibles there. 
because the guards had taken them. Praise God, the word of God had gone in, in a different way. But she still needed faith to believe God. Anyway, we get to the train station, and they have this big thing that you put your bags through so they can check what's in your bag. And I'm praying, Lord, cover me. Lord, cover me. I don't want to be seen with this bag. And this lady, this American lady, she had this great big rucksack. You know what Americans are like. They have everything big, don't they? She had this great big rucksack. And she's there with it on this machine that's got to go through to be checked. And all these Chinese officers are ying-tong, ying-tong to her in Chinese. And I looked at this and I thought, this is my chance. So I took a deep breath and I walked right down this ramp, which was about 100 yards. And they never even saw me because they were so focused on this American girl. I was just getting to the bottom of the ramp and I heard this little Chinese man officer ding, 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 shouting after me, you know. And by that time I was out the door and in the taxi to giving the taxi driver the Chinese writing, which I couldn't read, to where I was being taken. So I get to this place where I'm being taken and I've got this bag of Bibles. And I start walking down this street in China. I don't know where I am. I'm in this street in China, in Chinese writing on this bit of paper. So I pay the taxi driver and I start walking down the street. Well, China, in China the streets are amazing. Little tiny streets with poles hanging out of the window with washing on and a bit of a dead animal hanging on and orange peel drying out in the sun and all. Man, I'm trying to give you the picture of the street and I didn't really know where I was going. So I'm walking down this street. Now the people were expecting me. And as I'm going down the street, this man's arm comes out of the door, grabs me and drags me in. I'm suddenly in this place with uh, Pastor Wong. I don't know if any of you have ever heard of him. He's quite a famous pastor over there. And suffered for his faith and been in prison for his faith. This is what I'm trying to give you, a balanced view of faith. It's not all, you know, airy-fairy. And so I'm in this place, and they said, come, 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 there's a girl here. And this girl has just given birth, and this baby is dead. English lady, come. English. Now they think, because the English were missionaries to China, the last missionary in China was Eric Liddell, the famous runner, you know, Chariots of Fire, you know the film? The famous runner. He was the last missionary in China and he was killed for his faith. He was martyred for his faith. So you can't go in as a missionary. You have to go in as a tourist. So you're kind of undercover all the time. And so I'm in this room and this lady's just had this baby. Why she was in the church having a baby, I don't know, but it was a funny setup. Anyway, she's, so this baby is blue and is in the arms of this Chinese lady. English missionary, she healed baby. And she puts this baby in my arms and I'm going, my favorite prayer, oh God, oh God, help. You know, because I don't know what to do. I've got this baby in my arms and I just blew on its face and it started to cry and quicken to life. Was that my faith? No, that was their faith. That was their faith. That baby lived. Wonderful. I've seen God do amazing things. That's just one little story. 
that came to me in the night. I thought, that's the Lord telling me to tell them that story. But I could tell you lots of stories of the most amazing things that I've seen God do. Because faith was there. This wonderful stuff called faith. Can you put the next? So we've read, the Bible says that faith is evidence. Evidence of something not seen. It's evidence is funny thing, isn't it? When you go into a court of law, yeah, they have all the things there, don't they? That are evidence of what the crime is. You know, object number one, this is the knife. Object number two, this is the this and this is the... All those things are evidence, yeah? But it tells me here in the Bible... It's something that's not seen. So how can it be evidence if you can't see it? See, it's a mystery, isn't it? Are you following where I'm going with this? I hope I'm not boring you. It can be used, the evidence can be used to prove a case in law. So if you can't see it, where is it? And this was my search when I was in New Zealand. Where is this faith stuff? I can remember reading this and thinking, how can I find this? How can I understand this stuff? It also says it's substance. What is substance? Substance of something hoped for. But where is it? Where is this stuff? Is faith blind? People often talk about faith being blind. I don't believe it is. I don't believe it's blind. I believe we can see where it's coming from if we can begin to understand. And the Lord took me on this journey to understand. To understand what evidence is. You know, when my children were small, I used to play a game with them where I'd play hide and seek. And we had these long curtains and I used to hide behind the curtain and I used to have my feet sticking out the bottom. Why? So they could find me. And God does that with us sometimes. He doesn't just throw his pearls out to be trampled. He gives that faith to people who really, really seek him. We will find it if we seek him with all our hearts. And so... My kids would find my feet and they'd grab my feet and then they'd grab my legs and they'd pull the curtain back and there I'd be as large as life and shout after them and all the things that you do with children. But I don't believe faith is blind. So we see here it's substance and it's evidence and yet we can't see it. And it says in verse 3, Through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. Now we're getting somewhere. So that things which are seen are made of things which do not appear. I don't know if anybody's got the Bibles with them and maybe it might read slightly different in a different translation. But I like the King James. In the Amplified it says... Um, for by faith we trust, trust and holy fervor, the men of God had a divine testimony borne by them, a good report. So it's a conviction in our heart of something we don't see. And there I've put these two guys trying to 
work it out. I don't think that guy's going to make a good uh, a good job there if he falls because it's gravity, and gravity is a natural law. If you throw something out the window, it's going to land on the floor. Yeah. But faith is a spiritual law. So if natural laws work, so do spiritual laws. Can you put the next one on, please? It doesn't come by wishing. It doesn't come by hoping, although it is the substance of things hoped for. Faith is one of those things that's eternal as well. Faith, hope and love are the three eternal things. They will go on forever. They will be with us forever. But faith is something that comes to us as we read God's word and as we hear God's word. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. And this little guy on the side there, looking a bit fed up, he's afraid, he's discouraged, he's got doubt. And those kind of things paralyze faith. Fear is an opposing pole to faith. If you are afraid of something, your faith will not be able to operate because fear is faith in dread, where faith is grasping God. Do you get the difference? So if you're afraid, that's not going to get faith for you. It's going to paralyze your faith. So, and discouragement and doubt and fear are things that come to us. The enemy brings them in our head and torments our mind with them. Fear brings torment to our mind. What if this happens? And what if that happens? And what if I lose this loved one? You know, all those things are going on in our mind. But faith grasps the unseen. When, when we lived in New Zealand, my son was 14. He fell down a cliff and fractured his skull. He had to be brought in on a helicopter to uh, the hospital. And I can remember going in the ladies' toilets, shouting to God at the top of my voice. I'm sure they must have thought I was mad. I was in a terrible state, you can imagine, my 14-year-old son falling down this cliff and being knocked unconscious, and he was unconscious for several weeks. But I kept on believing God, and the doctor's prognosis was constantly, he will never recover, he will be in a wheelchair, he will be this, he will be that. All the things that the doctors say that they have to say. But I wouldn't let go. I must have rung everybody in the world up to pray for him, everybody I knew. And um, the day he came home, he was in this wheelchair. He was like that. And he thought he was, he's told me since, he thought he was saying something, you know, like this in the chair. And uh, they got him to the steps of the house, got the wheelchair up the steps, opened the door. And as he came in through the door of the house, he got out of the wheelchair and said, where's mum? That healing has been progressive. The prognosis was bad from the hospital. But it's been progressive. He's now a chef in London. He drives a car. He remembers everything. Nothing's lost. Because in God, nothing's lost and nothing's broken. Let's be, and I know we've all experienced loss. So I'm not putting anything on anybody. I'm just telling you the best of it by faith and I believe God honoured our faith then and all the people who prayed 
So let's... Time's going on. I do go on, don't I? Can you put the next one on? So where is it then? Let's come to the end of our search. Hebrews 11 verse 3. Through faith we understand the worlds were framed by the word of God. The worlds were formed of things which don't appear. I've been reading quite a bit of Stephen Hawking's stuff just recently. And what's the other fella called that does the stars program on the telepole? I can't, can't remember. I think his name's Cox. I'm not sure. Brian Cox, that's him. I've been reading some of his books about time and um, I like science. And I don't understand these guys who study science and cannot see God in what they're studying because to me it just lines up with the scripture it just convinces me more you know of God and God made everything from things that weren't seen so what was he using what have we discovered we've discovered that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God so where is the evidence and the substance of faith to be found but in this wonderful book that we hold in our hands here in this wonderful word is where the substance and the evidence of faith is found amazing stuff and the Bible says that God took his word and he spoke his word and I haven't got time to go into Genesis now but he spoke his word and the world were framed He set the whole thing in motion. And if you know anything about the way the planets line up and the the measurements between them and all this is all science stuff. But it's just fantastic how God did that and set it all in motion and set the world spinning. Do you know when you go to bed at night, in the morning when you wake up, you've travelled something like 100 miles. I can't remember the figure. Quite a Anybody who's into science will know. Quite a long way you've travelled and you've not been anywhere. You look out the window, everything's the same because the earth is moving and spinning and God causes that to spin. Just think the planets hang in space. There's nothing holding them up. They just hang there because the word of God holds them there. This this word is so powerful. If only we would put it into our lives, it would change us dramatically. This is the substance, this is the evidence of the things we cannot see and the things we cannot hear. This is where it all is. Can you put the next one on? Sorry, I'm looking at the clock. So faith can be found in God's own word. To every man is given that measure of faith. It's given when you get saved. You need faith to come to Jesus when you hear the word of God preached or someone testifies to you and speaks the word of God to you and you accept Jesus and your life is totally transformed because Jesus comes in and lives within us and changes us yeah and it's given to us to use in this world here is where the evidence and the substance is in God's word here is evidence we can see it it's here it's not blind it's not something we're looking in the dark for it's here for us to see and the last slide faith substance is in the word of God now we see faith it suddenly becomes clear to us 
The substance and the evidence of faith is in the word of God. And we can't receive anything without it. And we cannot please God without it. We can't obey God unless first we listen to his word. Do you think you've grasped this little bit about faith? Because it is a massive subject. There's a lot to say. But I hope this morning you've grasped something of faith. And I want to do something this morning. If any of you are sick here today, or you've got somebody who's sick, or there's a bad prognosis, I just want to pray this morning into those situations And don't think this case is hopeless because it never is. We are never hopeless in God. Never hopeless. We always have hope. We have a hope that is steadfast and certain, gone through the curtain and touching the veil. Yes, the anchor of our soul is our faith. So let me just pray for you right now as I finish. Father God, in the name of your Lord and of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Lord, I bring everyone in this congregation this morning who has a need. A need they might be sick. A need for healing, Lord. Or a need for finance, Lord. Or a need for a job, Lord. Whatever their need is, Lord. You have an answer for this because you love us. And Lord, I just pray healing into those sick bodies. Any cancer that it may, might leave those bodies. Any broken bones that they may be restored. Any family member that's sick that's represented here, Lord. I ask you today to send your word and heal them. In Jesus' name. Amen.